topic near and dear to our hearts today. Yeah, it's kind of something we're always thinking about. Always. We're breaking down blogging. Yes, we are. Our readers, not readers, they're listeners. Our listeners. Oh, I think we say that in the episode. I think we say readers. It's so hard. Years of being a blogger, I feel like people are readers. But if you are listening to this today, you are a listener. Our <laughs> listeners have asked us to break down blogging um, on the heels of potty training. So, you know... We're yeah. a variety around here. <laughs> we cover it all. Um, yeah, so we answer lots of blogging questions, and hopefully you learn something new today about the topic. Thank you so much for being here. This is episode, I don't even know it anymore, of season two, Breaking <laughs> Down Blogging. Hey, everyone. I'm Erica. And I'm Shay. And we're two bestie moms breaking down topics each week here on our podcast. We cover everything from pop culture to travel, motherhood, organization, fitness, fashion, food, and so much more. We're two best friends just chatting about life, and we're so excited you're here. Hey, Shay. Hey, Erica. How's it going today? You know, it's going pretty good today. You know, it is. I know. It's a nice day here. I had something funny happen. And normally, I feel like when something like this happens, I call and we talk about it. So then there's no use in talking about it on the podcast because I've already spilled the beans. Um, But today, let me tell you this crazy story. Oh, I want to hear. Yeah. So, okay. I'm walking in the neighborhood and a neighbor calls and she's like, Erica, I just saw three squirrels go into your roof. Three. Like in your attic? Like inside? Yes. Yes. Three. Three. Wait, your neighbor was paying close attention to your roof activity. No, I know. I'm like, thank you so much. Because if you guys remember, this happened like a year ago (sighs) and we didn't find anything. I don't know. They're smart little fellas. And we put cages up up in the attic. Nothing was found. Okay, so I walk home. This is what I see when I get closer. (gasps) The tail, just (gasps) hanging, a, a, a squirrel's tail, just hanging out of the gutter. Like it was faced toward the house. And so almost probably, you know, maybe it's a little damp in there. So it's a little bit like a hot tub or something in the gutter. (laughs) And his tail was just hanging out. So then I get a little bit closer and I'm like, you know what? It almost looks there was like a dark shadow, kind of like a Disney movie where the bad villain, you know, is like in a cave and it's dark. And then he slowly walks out and you see that's what happened. A second squirrel walks out where he's now in the light. So I decided I'm going to throw something to see like, okay, they're going to run off and get scared. (laughs) About that time, I threw something. I threw like a wood chip. One popped out and three of them ran in. No. Yes. There's no telling how many are in there. I mean, I I called the exterminator. I'm waiting to hear back. (laughs) I called Tab who didn't answer. And then I came over here and I kept that in the whole time we chatted. Okay. But who really should you have called? Who should be your house right now? Andrew. Yes. I know. Yes. I don't know. I mean, I don't, there's no telling, right? If three of them are visibly hanging out there and going, popping in and popping out. You need Andrew uh, Scholl and you need my three dogs because my dogs are just loud and obnoxious and could just, you know, frighten them away. Scare them. You yeah. know, last week we taught, we started the episode talking about us trying to get rid of the ducks. And now you're trying. Yes. 
animals not wanted over here by our homes anymore. Yeah, it, well, it led me down this weird rabbit hole as I was driving over because I'm like, remember when you had the rats? Oh, yes. Remember when I had that termite infestation? Yes. I mean, we've had some issues. Struggle is real. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. don't. I don't know if squirrels are like rats. I don't know. I should Google it. I assume it. they are because they look like one step above a they rat. They do, right? I mean, barely a step. But you know, rats. What I learned in that terrible time in my life when I <laughs> had a rat infestation was their bodies are like kind of collapsible, so that's how they can get through the smallest, tiniest. What was spaces. the number? It's like an inch. Yeah, it was like the um, you know, the exterminators were in my house every day, but they would show me this tiny, tiny, tiny little spot and be like, oh, that's a perfect spot for a rat. And I'm like, no, I've, these rats are big. Dang. And they were like, no, they kind of collapse up. And oh, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh. what a way to kick off the podcast today. But <laughs> that's what's happening around here. Wait, if we even, we're not breaking down yard uh, animals. We are breaking down <laughs> blogging today. <laughs> blogging is the topic. Yes. We've had a lot of um, listener requests for this episode. And so we decided to do it. Um, I don't know. I think this is one of those that would fall under the category of you and I wouldn't have organically come up come up with this idea. No, I feel like I should say, I mean, I kind of think I could take a back seat and you could talk. Oh my gosh, I was just going to say that some episodes, you just naturally have more to say. And I don't know why, because we both do this. But this is one of those episodes where I feel like I'm going to be more chatty. Almost like, I don't know, Erica's kind of like, oh, not that you don't care, but you're just, this is, I'm chattier about this topic. Well, I also think your audience is a, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like small potatoes oh, in please. the grand scheme of this. And so I, I, I've been thinking like, okay, should I just let Shay say every answer? And mostly yes, but just know when I'm answering, I'm going to be answering from like, you can hear two different options, right? Like you're hearing a bigger <laughs> blog person say it. Do you know what I mean? And then you're hearing a smaller blog person say it. So when you're, no matter if you're a small blogger, big blogger, maybe you don't blog at all. I think it might help to hear different thoughts coming from different sizes. You I, know what I mean? Okay. But I also think what people are going to hear is an Enneagram 8 and an Enneagram 9. Because where I'm more like, well, this is what I do, and this is my process, and this is my routine, and this is my discipline, and this is my consistency, and I'm going to be so myself. I'm so Enneagram 8, right? Maybe that's it. I think it's a combo. And you're Enneagram 9, where you're just way more going to be laid back about it, and and more passive isn't, that probably doesn't sound right, but like, you know, more like passive, where I'm just more like an Enneagram 8. I'm going to be all over it. Okay. Let's right? Go. So that's what we're talking about. You guys asked us to break down blogging, which is what we do um, as part of our livelihood. Um, so that is what we're talking about today. But before we even get into it, I wanted to kick it off with, I've been wanting to play this game for a long time. It's a game I play myself. You know I play this game because I'm always texting you. I, I love this game, but we're going to play it. You're, you're, I should ask you these questions because I only had one answer. <laughs> okay, well, I'm sure it's going to be good. <laughs> the name of this game is... <laughs> Um, what's the craziest, stupidest, funniest, most ridiculous thing a blog reader has ever commented on your blog? Do you have a list of things or do you just <laughs> Listen, have one? I always say I'm going to write a book called like what people comment on my blog because oh, so many times they're sincere, but I don't publish them because I'm like, oh my gosh, you, you don't need to be so, uh, sometimes they're, um, too much Concerned. information. 
or or too oh. much. Like I'm like, whoa, I don't need to hear about your UTI. And I'm sure my other blog readers don't either. <laughs> okay, yes. Like, sometimes I'm just like, for your own protection, I will not publish this comment. <laughs> but I do have a list in my head. Um, I narrowed it down to, I think it's like the top four um, of all time. Make me laugh. I chuckled the first time I read them and I still chuckle all these years later when I think back. So... Okay, kick it off with number four. Okay, so number four is um, somebody got so upset with me a few years ago because I constantly reference Tab's guacamole because that is Tab Slaughter has like the best guacamole recipe. I It's the only recipe that has appeared in five out of my six cookbooks. The only cookbook it's not featured in is the cake book. But every other book well, it's that in. that is terrible. It should have gotten its own place in that one too. <laughs> if, I, if I went back and looked on the, I don't know, 3,000 recipes where I've referenced other recipes, Tab's guacamole is always, that will be the number one. I'm constantly referencing it, okay? But some lady went off on me because nobody makes guacamole without mayonnaise. And she could not believe I would have a guacamole recipe without mayonnaise. I must be an idiot. And that makes me laugh every time I make guacamole. Is that normal? <laughs> Nobody puts mayonnaise in their guacamole. This lady's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we are Texans. We know how to make guacamole. You, if if you are eating mayonnaise, it's not guacamole. You're eating a dip. Okay, yeah. like you're eating a dip. That is not. She was so upset that I kept referencing this guacamole recipe that was so wrong because it did not have mayonnaise in it. It makes me laugh all the time. Every time I I, I, I link to that recipe, I think about. Her being mad there's not mayonnaise in Tab's guacamole. Okay, bestie breakdown listeners, have <laughs> you ever had guacamole with mayonnaise? Let us know. They're having dip. That you is know, a I different if it's like a spinach thing. and artichoke dip. Like, is she getting confused because it's green? It wasn't even a question. And that's what just the whole thing makes me chuckle because it wasn't a question. It was an outrage. Was I she would, being rude? Just like, Yes, I would continue to reference this recipe, Tab's guacamole. It was missing its key ingredient, <laughs> mayonnaise. <laughs> See, I still laugh. <laughs> Listen, being a blogger for almost 15 years, you will see the best in people, but you also see the stupidest in people too. Okay, I can't wait to hear number three. Share that one. Okay, number three is one that I don't know that it's like necessarily number three, but I got it just this week and I her comment was sincere. I did not publish it because I also know my community is fiercely loyal and people would have like crucified her. So I didn't publish it and I'm going to screw it up, but it just came to mind. She just really can't believe this is one isn't funny, but it's just like, I don't know how she doesn't know this. She really can't believe that I would love Ashby and Maidley the same. And I think if you ask Kensington and Smith, they would say I love them more, <laughs> right? Kensington and Smith would be like, oh, they're her favorite. Okay, right? What does like, she mean she can't believe no. it? Like she doesn't, if she was an adopted mom, she wouldn't be able to love adopted kids the same. Yes, is and she, her is comment, that what she meant? Well, her comment was lengthy and it was so, it seemed so genuine. And again, I often don't publish them because other people don't need to jump on you, right? right? And I appreciate all the people that will jump on someone on my behalf. I very much appreciate it. But it just was like, I think you paint, I think you're pa putting on a... a like a, a rose on it. I just, there's no way, like there's no way you love them as much as your biological kids. Like there's no way. And I'm like, I, I just can't even answer that comment because it's so wrong. Well, and if she is thinking from that perspective, like she just, there's no possible way, then nothing you say is going to convince no. her that it is. So 
No. Not publishing it was probably the right thing to do. And I'm yeah. definitely not going to convince someone I love my kids. Yeah. Yeah. That's that I'm not. I'm not even going to go down no. that road. I'm not going to convince someone. Uh, the no. next one I had, um, this one just sent me into a bit of like laughter because I was referencing a bakery that makes the gluten-free, like specialty cakes sometimes for my kids because it's an all gluten-free bakery. And so I was like giving them a shout out um, because they're uh, great. And, I, and it's, I'm so blessed that they make these specialty cakes and things like that. And um, they are in Frisco. And so I kept referring to them in Frisco. And this lady was so outraged because as she says, like a lifetime California native, stop trying to be cool and calling it Frisco. It's called San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could not stop laughing. I even screenshot it and sent it to you and Schaefer because we live in the town very next door to us is Frisco, Texas. I am not being cool and calling San Francisco San Frisco. Francisco. <laughs> but you were messing it up and calling it Frisco. She was so mad. That's the thing that cracks me up. <laughs> People get so mad. And I'm like, no, I don't get my specialty cakes from San Francisco. San Francisco. Shipped in. I do from the town that's like a mile to my west. Did I do you get comment? The- did you respond or did yes, you just? I did. I commented on did that Did she one. comment back? Uh, no. Okay. She's busy living her life in San Francisco. <laughs> She's busy. The time changed too. She probably missed your reply. But my favorite comment that I ever got ever, and you've heard me say this one because I just laugh every time this person was so passionate about this comment. So passionate that I even had to pause and think, am I wrong? Are they right? No, I am right. They were so mad that I continue to lie about the fact that Smith was born on a Monday. Did you look it up? Well, you know, when they when they slice open your abdomen and pull out an eight pound child, it's typically a day you remember. So I kept thinking like it was a Monday. It was a Monday. But she was so angry that I was lying about it. How, how so did I did, she know? I did Google it just did? to confirm. I was about to Google it right now. Like, okay. And, and it was a Monday. Whew. I thought it was. I mean, I was there. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> but she was so outraged. Listen, I don't lie on my blog. Should I ever decide? It's going to be about something like my weight or my IQ score or, you know, something like that. It's not going to be what day of the week my child is born. Oh, also, too, I think um, in that situation, you could have just made a mistake. Oh, right. Like, sure. Yes. For her to comment, like, yes, why would you lie? Like, okay, (laughs) in a situation like that, you're not lying. No. Right. Like if if you accidentally would have said he was born on a Tuesday when really it was a Monday, that would have been just a slip up. Right. Yes. We make mistakes. Typo. Everybody else does. But the outrage part is the crazy (laughs) part. Yes. And the comment was so specific that I was like, oh, maybe I did mess this up. I mean, I yeah, thought it was a yeah. Monday. Maybe it wasn't. A, no, it was a. It is a Monday. These are things you remember in life when you only have given birth twice. You remember what they were both Mondays. Yeah, you remember this. It's not hard to forget either. They're both Monday. Yes, <sighs> I know. Okay, tell me yours. Well, okay, I I was going like a darker way. <laughs> I was going way darker because I'm like, okay, she actually said craziest, stupidest, funniest thing, and I'm just going to focus on the craziest. Go. I don't remember specifically. But again, I'm going dark. Go dark. So I had a commenter who commented for like over a year and she would cuss at me. She would say the most hateful, ugly, terrible things about me, my family, my friends, my life, my thoughts, my, I mean, whatever you can imagine it. 
But in a weird way, I got so used to it that when she wouldn't comment, I would think, is she okay? Right? Like, okay, every day she would leave a comment. And then I would think, well, she hasn't read yet today. Or she must be not feeling well. Or, right? Like, Uh if you're commenting every day, where are you, lady? And I should say she anonymously commented. And now things have changed in my blog and she's not there anymore. But anyway, that's probably the craziest thing. Okay, I want to talk about just real briefly, because I, I know about this lady, right? Yes. And I guarantee you she's listening because anybody she is, she's uh, listening. I wish she would have commented again to let me know she's okay. <laughs> no, we're worried about you. So you is what I always think of her as. Like, you are crazy. You have too much time on your hands. But yes. Erica, in my prayer journal that I pray over people, I pray for you because I think like, geez, this person needs prayer. So if you're listening, I'm still praying for you. I know. I was too. Yeah. I, I mean, I, yes. I haven't lately. I should put her back on there. But yes, for the longest time, I was like, this is not okay, right? Like yes. Most normal people don't read a blog and get that outraged enough to send terrible things every day. So like something is not okay. Healthy Brilliant. people don't do that. Yes. So no. I was praying for her health because clearly healthy people don't behave that way. Yes. It was <sighs> crazy is the word we, we were oh my looking goodness. for. All right. Tell, let's tell okay. our stories. How did we get into blogging? Okay. I would say, I don't remember the year. Shay's going to be really good with years, but I would say <laughs> years and years ago when I was newly married without kids, and Shay and I were friends. We had a couple friends that had kids and they started, I think it was a popular thing to do, like start these like family baby blogs where your family could, you know, check in and see pictures from your day or your kids or whatever. And so... Shay and I didn't have kids, but we started these blogs. Um, or I should say I started mine. Shay can tell her story. Um, I started mine just like I had family in Missouri. We had family in Arkansas. We had family, you know, all over. And it was an easy way for them to like read about what was happening in our lives. And then when we had kids, it became more of like a family. Now my family can see the babies and that kind of thing. And then it's just evolved since then. Yes. I agree with all that. Except you. I remember, <laughs> Shay, I remember at one point being like, do you remember this? I remember one time her being like, Erica, you haven't blogged in weeks or months. I mean, you know, it was like I took yeah. this giant break and I'm like, I have nothing to to share. No, it was just me and Tab. There's nothing. Guess what? Shay kept posting <laughs> pictures of her dog. I did. <laughs> dog pictures. I had nothing. Um, this is right. I'm telling you people, this is where the Enneagram shines right here. Okay. This is where you can tell the difference because I, um, I started blogging on August 3rd, 2007. You guys, I told you she would know the date. Listen to that. (laughs) Almost 15 years ago. So I had a miscarriage in June of 2007 and I was just in a dark place. I did my job. Um, didn't feel like I had any friends, new to my church, new to my community, didn't have any friends. The only person I worked with, my only coworker was my husband. Um, couldn't get pregnant, hopped up on hormones, just had a miscarriage. I was in a dark place. And so some friends at church had like, mommy blogs. Well, I wasn't a mommy and I was very upset about that. Uh, but I was somebody that loved to write. And I had a degree in journalism and I was always one of those like, Kids that when you'd have to list your hobby out in the seventh grade, I'd put writing, you reading, not. and look at him still doing it at forty. Writing, writing, and reading, and look, that's those are my still my hobbies. I know, and I probably said dogs. Like those are my hobbies. <laughs> all these years later, Wait, I've got questions. Would you write in like a diary? And yes. that's what you meant, or a journal? No, or did you all mean of like it. I wrote short stories? All of it, any okay. sort of writing. I just loved. I loved to write. 
Um, so yes, I would okay. write any of it. Stories, journals, diaries, plays, songs. I mean, I would write anything. So I was in a dark place and these friends had mommy blogs. And so I remember asking um, two in particular, like, how do you do these? I was, I enjoyed reading theirs. They had babies. Yeah, and, and I thought they were fun to read. I yeah. did too. I would, uh, I would read them every morning and I, I had no idea where to start. So they told me where to start. And I published my first post on August 3rd, <laughs> 2007. And I even say in the post, like probably nobody but my dad will ever read this. And, um, and anyway, that was 14 and a half years ago. I have consistently been blogging since then. I have not taken like a major break. Um, and I've been really consistently, I mean, I have consistently doing it the whole time. Yeah. So here we, here we are still here doing we are. it. Isn't that cool? Okay. What genre do you consider your blog to be? Uh, lifestyle. So I feel like mine has everything from what I wear to what I eat, to my kids, to organization, to travel. So I would, I know lifestyle sounds broad, but I do think my blog is super broad. What about you? I would say it's a midlife mommy blog. <laughs> no, yours is lifestyle. Stop that. <laughs> no, here it is. Yes, it is. No, I'm kidding. I would say lifestyle too, but. First of all, you can't be midlife. That sounds depressing. So I need, okay. I need you to be old, younger than midlife. Okay. But but that's one. But you also talk about like what you eat, what you're watching yeah. on TV, your travels, your family, what you're wearing. Yes. No, no, no. I was, I'm just going to boss you around. Yours is lifestyle. Yes. I was jo- totally joking. <laughs> Which I think that makes, I think that makes it really cool and easy. But I also think in 2022, it sometimes makes it hard for people to understand our blogs because we are not just one genre mm-hmm. you know like and I it's think it's not just a cooking blog or yes. it's not just a and fashion I, or yes. beauty or yeah and when I and maybe we'll talk about this but like when I work with brands or when I work with outside people that would like to use my space in any way I'm harder to define I feel like I'm an anomaly because uh, yeah I mean I sometimes would like to talk about your makeup but at the same time I really want to talk about books I like to read. And I'm not going to give up talking about my adoption posts. Like, I'm not going to talk about, I'm not going to give up my Trader Joe's runs for your content. And it's hard because a lot of influencers today, like that's all they want to talk about. So it's real easy to fit your product into their brand. But from the flip side, I think as a blogger, it's easier to come up with content because yes. the sky's the limit because lifestyle is such a broad genre. Yes. And, I, those, yeah. and those are the podcasts and blogs that I still visit because, I know, just like you, I still read blogs every day of people I know and people I don't know. I enjoy yeah, blog reading all too. these years later. I still love it. And I read a variety, but my favorite are the ones where I don't know. Am I going to pull up? Is it going to be like how to best clean your inside of your dishwasher? Or is today going to be about her Sephora beauty haul? Like, I don't, I like that. I pref- I like to read blogs like that. And I would say that's what ours are. I think that is why so many people like reading those like day in the life posts. Like yes. a lot of people just like to see a peek into other people's lives, right? Which mm-hmm. is why Insta stories are so popular yep. or Instagram or all that social media stuff. Because we like, I don't know, having having a look at someone else's life. Yes, for the day. Yeah. I do. Me too. And I like to know the whole person. So even if my favorite maybe fashion influencer and there's some and I read their blogs daily but I get the most excited when they talk about something like more personal that I you know I or I get to know them in their house yes. where you're like ah, I haven't seen this part yes of it yeah so Erica how often do you blog okay for years and years I blogged five days a week but now I only blog four yes Tuesdays through Fridays 
Tuesdays through Fridays. And do you want to elaborate on that? Do you <laughs> I mean, like do you prefer uh, that? Is it like a good uh, for you? It's really just because there's only so much time in the day. And while my blog is, um, I mean, I know we're going to get to this. Like, it's considered a job. It's not. Um, it's not like of utmost importance in my life. So if there's a crazy, I don't know, I, before like a year ago, I guess I was struggling. Um, like on the weekends, we'd be super busy and then it would be like, ah, I don't have a Monday blog post ready to go. So it just became a thing where I was like, you know what, I have to prioritize my time a little bit more. And the weekends with family were more important. And so that's kind of why I drop Mondays. And then now I have like that extra day to get my post ready for Tuesday. Yes. Makes yes. sense. Makes sense. And I, as a blog reader, do miss your Monday post. But as your friend and person that works with you in the travel agency, I totally get why you don't do it. <laughs> yes, that's why. Right there. <laughs> but I do miss your Monday post. Um, so I try to blog 10 times a week, which <laughs> sums up my personality <laughs> In a nutshell, I have been posting twice a day, one food related post and one lifestyle related post for I don't even know how many years, 10, I don't know, a long time. Yes. And um, and I still try to post that many times. But I will say there are a couple times a year that I don't blog the last two weeks of the calendar year, the week of spring break. And um, usually I take a week or two off in the summer. And it's always super nice to not because I feel like I come back very like I miss my audience I miss my friends online and I get um, really inspired and energetic to come back so I do think for my personality like consistently blogging up to 10 times a week is good but it's really good for me to take a break because I always come back even more excited than when I left yes well I also I mean we're gonna get to this but I also like on the full-time job part like because of your readership, it's definitely more of a job for you than it is for me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, mean I mean, I'm not saying it's not for you, but I'm, I'm saying you know it is I'm definitely saying? a part yes. of my so job. So like yes. me, we'll get to that part, but yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying not to, not to try, trying to move from the questions. You can move. What's our next question? Okay. Well, how has blogging evolved over the years? Do you have any thoughts on that? Yes. Um, I do have thoughts. So, like, I think over the years, I have figured out what works best for me personally, like content I get excited about that. So I, it doesn't feel like work if I'm working on it, you know, mm -hmm. um, I figured that out about myself. I've also figured out like what people want to read and what they don't. And even if I think that might be a good blog topic, if it's not interesting to other people, like just skip that. And I've learned about that. Um, technology has helped so much and, and, but, you know, blogging in the beginning was a lot more anonymous, but because of it's 2022, you know, people leave comments and it pretty much tells me their home address, phone number, social security number. Like yeah. now I know everybody, whether they are putting in real information or what they think is fake information. So, um, it helps weed out the crazies because I can tell, or I can just tell like, oh, you're lying about your name. I mean, I don't know. Like it's just made it more transparent to who's commenting, which I appreciate. So um, it's changed, but uh, I would say a lot of my base readership is still the same. And that's what I love more than anything. So my people, I mean, there are new people, but um, so many of my original people are still there. Yeah. I don't know. Does that answer that? Yeah, totally. What I, about you? Well, I think in some ways 
which this is probably just from like doing the same thing over and over, which isn't, yeah. it probably is showing my personality more. But I think um, it's hard sometimes to come up with new content where I, then I think, okay, you know, your likes and dislikes change over mm-hmm. five years, right? But then every once in a while, if I blog something that now has a different, like now my thoughts are different from how it was five years ago, then I think sometimes people are like, well, but I thought you liked, mm-hmm. you know, so I think yeah, sometimes content, creating content that's completely different. I mean, that's hard to do if you've been doing it for so long. Yes. Okay. And I'll piggyback on that. A- a- occasionally, a very sincere person and 99% of all my people are super sincere, um, will say, I really miss all the posts you would do about your kids at home. I love those posts. I love those posts too. But it's because I used to have kids at home. And now I have four kids that are gone the majority of the day. They're in school full time. So I don't have all those cute little, we went to the park today. We went to the zoo today. We got snow cones today because my kids are at school. And so I've had to adjust uh, my my life personally. And you've seen that on my blog because I'm no longer a mom with little kids at home. I'm a mom. Middle age. Yeah. Stop saying that. (laughs) I'm I'm a... (laughs) <laughs> full-time work-from-home mom, uh, an entrepreneur. You're seeing more of that. I own a travel agency. You're seeing more of that. And trust me, I would love to show more pictures of me at home, you know, baking muffins with my kids at one in the afternoon, but they're not here. It so I can't. Happen. No. So that is just because life is evolving. So that has changed. But on the flip side of that, then it's opened me up where now I have, now that I don't have small kids at home, I am reading more books. So now I can talk right. to you more about that. Other I, things. I am now able to go to Trader Joe's because I don't have four small kids at home. So I can talk to you more about that. So it has opened up those opportunities I didn't have when they were younger. Yeah. 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 Okay. So do you think it's better now than it was years ago? Or how do you think it's better now? I think I'm better now. I think I'm older. I think um, I'm wiser. I think, you know, when I started, I was 25. Right. Yeah. 25 year old Shay, 40 year old Shay. Everybody told me, especially everybody said when you turn 40, like you're you care less, care less. And (laughs) and and I just think I care less about things that don't matter, but I care more about things and people that do matter. And my blog readers and and that relationship matter has always mattered. But I appreciate it even more now. So I just think I'm older and wiser. I also think at the beginning, I think what I've I go back to some of my older posts. I don't regret them. I just think that was the voice of a 25-year-old. That was the voice of a 30-year-old that had two babies in diapers and was trying so hard to potty train. But right. Mm-hmm. And now this is the voice of a 40-year-old. I, thank goodness, am more mature, wiser. That's a good thing. So I'm a different person. And I think that's a good thing. But I think you can go back and see how I've evolved. I hope, I hope everybody 15 years later is more evolved, right? Mm-hmm. I would say it's better now. It's just so much more like easily accessible to get it in to people's hands, right? Yeah. I mean, not that uh-huh. I do a good job of this because on Instagram, I'm like the hardest person to find spot. It's like, where's Waldo? But it's where's Eric on Instagram. But I do think when you're putting it out there, if, you know, like if someone doesn't check your blog every day, yeah. but then they see your Insta story or they see your Instagram, it's like a reminder where back in the day it was, it was like, I hope they click on it. You know what I mean? We mentioned this on another podcast episode. I don't even remember which one, but remember when I accidentally blocked you on Instagram? Yeah, I didn't know you were posting, right? Because 
But, yeah. yeah. So to your point. She blocked me. <laughs> you are, but yeah, but it is easier, right? <laughs> it is easier, um, way more easier technology and the and social media to point every back, everybody back to your website, to your content. Um, I I love all the other forms of social media. And um, but what I love about my blog is that it's mine right? Like mm-hmm. that's mine. There's not going to be an update that makes you not see my posts, right? Like in all the, right. there's not going to be some sort of a change that changes the way you see the feed. The algorithm. No, this is like. That word, just like. Yeah, <laughs> my space. So I do think it's gotten just easier. Yeah. For sure it's gotten in that easier. Way. Yeah. <laughs> <You utilize> it. <laughs> <laughs> so Erica, is this your full-time job? No. No. What is your full-time job? Let's put a plug in. Well, I would say my full-time job is working over at Mix and Match Travel Agency. If you would like to head to Walt Disney World, shoot us an email. I'm going to put your email, so they'll email you first. We don't charge fees, but we do have concierge service. We would love to take care of you. Yes, that is your full-time job. That is my full-time job. I always answer the question and I say I have two. If people ask me what I do, I always say I own a travel agency and I am a travel agent. But then I also say I own a lifestyle brand that includes everything else. From the recipes and the cookbooks and I, the podcasts and everything else that goes the blogging falls under that umbrella. So I definitely think blogging is a full time job for me. I just kind of have another full time job, and I seem to they complement each other. So it's yeah. just they seamlessly I go from one to the other. Okay, Shay, how much money do you make? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the question says, do you make money? Um, I do. Yes, it's a job. Yeah. Yes. It is. It started out as a hobby. And then over the last 15 years, um, I've been able to parlay that into um, a career as a blogger, which is a very legitimate career in 2022. Being an influencer, I guess, is what you would want to call it now. But it still sounds like a made up job in my 40 year old brain. I know. I feel like an influencer is someone who's like 21 and the size of my pinky. So (laughs) I feel like I shouldn't. I never use that word. I know. But yes. I say, as this is what I say, if somebody asked me what I do, I yeah. would say, I'm a travel agent. And then I would be like, and I'm as crazy as it sounds, I also have this little blog. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard you give that that's exact what answer. I, would say. I just want people to know, like, I know that sounds crazy. No. And that's how if anybody, I don't know, I, I, one of my kids friends, I run into their parents at the park and they're like, what do you do for a living? I say, I'm, I, I'm a travel agent. Me too. And I should we shouldn't. We should be proud of like we have blogs that earn an income and we should be proud that they've stood the test of time (laughs) (laughs) or dinosaurs in the blogging. We should be proud. And I don't know why we hesitate. I think it's because it um, because most are 21 and are the size of our pinky. Well, and it doesn't sound like work. And trust me, I wouldn't trade my job for any other job in the whole world. I feel incredibly blessed. This is what I get to do for a living. Um, But it is work. And, um, but I think it doesn't, when you say you're an influencer, it doesn't sound like work. So I don't know. I never say it, but I sh- we should, we should be proud. We should. Because a it lot. It just sounds of, like it, something people are like, what, really? Yeah. A lot of people probably started blogging in 2007. And how many of them do you think are still blogging today in 2022? I mean, and probably just the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> no. Right? Like, we should be super proud that something we started in, like, 2007 that we're still doing in 2022. Okay, so tell us how you're still doing it. Like, what's your process? How do you do your schedule? How do you manage all of that? Do you 
We all know you have a very specific something. You think I have it specific? I know. She's gonna give us. She's gonna give us some sort of like chart, Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> I I've been doing it the same way for I don't even know how long. Over ten years. Two thousand seven, August. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I have done the exact same system, the ex- to a T, and I doubt I ever change. But I get two calendars, like regular. Um, wall calendars okay it, but it I'm, shows the monthly views yes but i don't put them on the wall i just i've keep heard them. jay say this so yes. i can tell you <laughs> i keep them on my desk i don't hang them on the wall i have two i have one for food i have one for lifestyle and i plan out the food i try to plan out like six weeks in advance because that gives me plenty of time to think of recipes write recipes try them multiple times photograph them it gives me way more time the lifestyle stuff i plan them out about a month in advance occasionally I'll tweak it and and change things around, but um, it's very scheduled. So then I, I look at my calendar and I know, well, the last Wednesday's always WhatsApp Wednesday and Fridays are almost always Friday favorites. And I need to put in my monthly book review somewhere and probably a Trader Joe's haul. And, you know, I can, if, if it's somebody's birthday, like, oh, it's Smith's birthday. So that's going to go on there. So no, I'm very regimented. <laughs> I'm very scheduled. The people <laughs> are shocked. <laughs> but I would say, my, I mean, the time I post it every single day is like, is the exact same. Like my, it is. What time do you post? Let's talk about that. Oh, it's my secret time. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, there are a lot of people, a lot of our friends post at 4.30. Uh-huh. So sometimes when I'm up, I'm like, okay, let's, let's uh-huh. read these vlogs. Let's comment. And Shay's goes live at like 4.39, 4.41. Like, what kind of number is that, Shay Oh my gosh, I'll just tell you what it is. It was a business decision I made years ago and I still do it to this okay. day we're dying to know no Tell because me. then you're going to change yours <laughs> no gonna, it's going live at 4 30 it's going to mess with my head <laughs> i'm going to have to change my whole system because you're going to just mess with me i um i don't think people do it as much anymore i do you still look at a blog feed no okay i still look at a blog every single day like that's how i get your blog is on a blog okay. feed so all the blogs I follow are in a feed. Sometimes you can use apps. I've used yeah, apps. Blogger, Google Reader, yep. things mm-hmm. like that. That's um, what you're talking about, right? Yes. Uh, I use the same one. I've used it for ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And so I n- noticed the times everybody else was blogging, but I want, if I'm going to do two posts, I want them to be next to each other. So I don't want to post it at 4.30 because then if someone's looking in their blog feed or if even I'm looking, it's like, well, there's Shay's post. Well, there's Erica. Well, there's Andrea. Oh, there's Shay's other one. Like, I want them to be next to okay. each other. So in order to do that, I have to get off the 4.30 time because I noticed everybody else was doing it at yes. 4.30. So if I do it at 4.30, it's going to get mixed up in there. Right. And then you might not see them together. And I'm trying to make it cohesive. And so my food recipe, my food post goes at 4.32 and my lifestyle goes at 4.35. And if you put yours at 4.34 tomorrow, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> What do you guys think? No, I won't. But just know that sometimes because I'm looking at yeah. 430 and I'll look and it won't be there and I'll look again and I'm like, forget it. I cannot look at this until like tonight. No, you just need to look till 435. 432 and 435 because okay. I tweaked it with different times, but that's when I'm going to have mine go line at 433. So it goes <laughs> right know, in the middle. I know you are. I'm not. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, okay. I know. Wait, so what? it's very regimented. No that. one's surprised. We're talking about how regimented I am yes. with my process. I I'm schedule right there. it. I got it. I manage it. It's all. But I do think that consistency is my number one tip. Like that's what's gotten me this far. It's not talent. It's It's not talent. It's not creativity. It's been my hard work and my consistency. And even down to those details, I would say that's my key. 
I think consistency is like the biggest thing in blogging. Me too. Yes. Even if you're going to blog less, if you're just consistent with mm-hmm. what days you blog, keep it consistent so people know when to check. Yes. And keep your, it, just like you you and Andrea host the Friday favorites. That is a consistent, people get excited about that. And maybe they don't look at our blogs any day but Friday, but they yeah. enjoy that. It's a consistent thing that they count on and they come back to it and it keeps you as a part of their routine. And that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to establish my readers when they comment, they're a part of my routine. Like that's a relationship I have with them, which I know to some people sounds crazy, but trust me, they know who they are. Like we've got this relationship now. So I have to be consistent on my end because they will consistently show up and like give me comments and participate. So yeah. Yes. Okay. What about dealing with unsavory people? What episode did we talk about this? We talked about... We talked about social media, right? Okay, yes. So I go... I want to say it was three. Okay, maybe. So go back. We'll have to look. Go back to one of our earlier episodes in season two when we talk about social media. I don't have a problem dealing with unsavory people because to me, I usually laugh, say a prayer for them, and move on. It's I'm... I'm Let's put a link to that episode. Yes, we'll, we'll link it in the show notes. So that then you can listen to what we said if you haven't listened to that one. Yeah, that's such a good point. We'll link in the show notes because we cover a lot of social media and including blog stuff in that episode yeah. and how we deal with it. Here's what I'll say. I don't take it personally. If you don't know me personally, I'm not going to take it personally. And um, I always feel bad because, again, I just think it's unhealthy people. Now, like today, somebody told me I had a typo. That's not a negative comment. I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. I mean, clearly I don't have a paid editor hanging out at my house. So <laughs> I fixed it. I appreciate Like there's yeah. things I appreciate for sure. Um, nastiness makes me feel bad for the person. I never take that on myself. I always think like, yeah, because I just can't imagine doing that. I like- Going somewhere, no. you're going to get me fired up. And this isn't even that, That this is but not yes. the topic. But yes, go yes. get fired up, Erica. Well, I just think there's no reason to keep going back to a blog where y- you're going to leave feeling terrible enough that you're going to say something ugly to a person you don't really know in real life. Because there's a fine line. I think I've realized this. Okay, there, in, in all my years. Um, And I have, there's somebody in my life that has, a neighbor i'm gonna go ahead and say it there was a there's a neighbor there's a fine line between like hate and obsession like i think people yes. really sometimes they're so obsessed with you in a they can't get enough of you they're obsessed with you um and and it can look like hate but it's really like there's a very fine line that's, between like yeah. love mm-hmm. and hate yeah, and yeah. hate because i sense. i think actually indifference is when you don't like something Right. Yeah. I don't like, trust me, I unfollow people on Instagram because I get bored with their content or I don't, I don't know. I'm just, when I see you their don't stuff. like their hair. Remember that? That was you on know, that. Her hair, her hair's short again. Oh, so you're following. I'm back on. Yeah. That's yeah. in that episode too. I know. Go okay. back to that episode. But I have a weird neighbor and this weird neighbor, sometimes I think like the way he is speaking is like, hate, but I actually think it's like, at a, like love. Like it's, it's like a weird it's it's a weird dichotomy. So I think sometimes <laughs> indifference, like if people that don't like me are indifferent, I'm off their radar. They're not paying attention to me because well, they're not reading. Yeah, but like, if you're reading and you're like, you're, yes. almost, you're right. Obsession is a good word. But yeah, if you're pouring I'm over my that neighbor, we got to change the subject. <laughs> if you're pouring over my Alani pictures, really, mm-hmm. and and getting into the detail about things, that's not hate. That's obsession. That is like, I love you but can't have you. That's like a weird. I'm, th- my years have just made me realize uh, indifference is when people don't like you. Yeah. 
they move on. Unhealthy people that are fascinated and obsessed. Stuck. Yes. My neighbor. Hey, my neighbor knows. My neighbor knows he's weird. It's okay. I just hope he doesn't know what my last name is. I'm sure he does. Okay. Um, where are we? Um, that was unsavory people. What oh, about the technical support side of blogging? Oh, we're so techie. I don't. We're not techie at all. We we have to no, hire you. Out just for have this. to find really amazing people. It's not once you have an established. I think once you have an established blog, then it's self-explained. Like you can run it daily. But I I from. Not from day one, but from day one, I used a template. I used Blogger, blogger.com. Yeah. It was free. It was a template. So, and then they had a support that you could email. So I, I never emailed the support. I just reached out to other people. I, I think I emailed the support because I don't, I'm not technical. Even yeah. to this day, I'm not technical. And um, now my uh, my blog is hosted by, uh, you know, a, a different source. Company. Yeah. And, and, and I have to have somebody that I if I have questions, he fixes it for me. He helps me. And if sometimes if people say, I wish you would uh, add archives to your site, I'm like, that's a great idea. I don't know how to do that. And so he's somebody I would email and he he helps me do that. He doesn't help me. He does it and tells yeah. me it's done because we're not techie. You can't be all the things. Yes. I would say like find amazing people yeah. that you can utilize their amazing services. And that's what we've done. Erica, have you met friends via blogging, like real human being friends? Yeah. Me too. Isn't yeah. that cool? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, you want me to yeah, talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. I would say um, like right off the top of my head, I would say the coolest one is like a mom who reached out who had adoption on her heart. We talked. Um, there were like some similar things that Britt was dealing with. And so now when I follow her, um, it's just really cool to like see that whole story play out because now she has a son from China mm-hmm. and you know, I got to watch from the sidelines. So super cool. Um, I would say we both have a lot of real friends we've met, right? Yes. But the two that I think of, think of off the bat are Jane and Claire, who are two of my full-time oh, yes. people that work for Mix and Match Travel. I could not do without either one of these ladies. I absolutely adore them and their families. And I, they've worked for me for years. And both of them started as blog readers. And, and yes, and it's so amazing. This is, and I think people sometimes forget too. I don't. I remember everybody's real. I try to remember, like you know, and I pray for my blog readers by name. Like I know these people, but we're real. Like these are like real, real relationships. People, yeah. yeah, that's absolutely. so funny. Um, okay, how long do you think you'll blog? Ooh, when are you gonna hang it up? <laughs> I'm gonna go. Up you heard it here first. <laughs> I don't know. I think I. I hope I know when it's time to stop. Um, but I don't think it's anytime soon for me. No, I just. I hope like I I hope like I feel a peace from God that's like, okay, this chapter is over. Like I hope it's, you know, like how other chapters end, you just the Lord tells you and you feel it and it's like a good time to end. I don't feel that at all. I feel like it just as excited about it every day as I did years ago. I think when I say middle-aged and you don't argue, I'll be like, I think it's time. <laughs> right? What about you? Seriously, when I say middle age and you're not like, Erica, you can't say that yet. When you're like, yeah, we are, then that's probably time for me to stop. Okay, but I follow some blogs and I read them daily of women that are in their 50s and 60s that I love their style and their like Sally Clarkson's an author and she inspires me and she has her tea time and she talks about the Lord and her grandkids and 
her just things she would do over in life. And I like get so much inspiration. I'd love that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll find inspiration at some point to, <laughs> to go that way. But right now, that's my, my short answer. Okay. Eric is midlife. Yeah. Um, best blogging advice you've ever received? Um, I think consistency is mm-hmm. the biggest thing that people told me when I started. And that's still the most important thing, I think. I would absolutely say consistency. Everything. Very consistent. Um, is the most important and consistent in what you publish too. If you consistently post food, probably like stay there. If you consistently post a mix, be consistent, like Mm -hmm. consistently be consistent. I will also say though, all of your other social media, um, because I know it can get really easy to look at some influencer who has a huge following on Instagram and think, wow, but then they have such a huge following But then if you go check their Facebook or their Pinterest or their Twitter or their blog and they have like zero comments and very few followers, okay, all their eggs are in the Instagram basket. So I was given advice a long time ago. All your social media should point back to your your website because you have control over that. There's no algorithm that's going to um, screw that up for you, right? Yes. Um, My blog's going to be there as long as I'm, you know, paying the fee to have it on the internet. My blog is going to be there. So nobody is going to like knock it down or whatever. But I also think, um, consistently build your social media kind of evenly because there are Facebook people, there are Pinterest people, there are Instagram people. Not everybody's the same person and have it all point back to your site. Have all roads and arrows pointing back to your site, which is your baby. So that would be my second piece of advice. That's good. Yeah. Okay. What about how has it changed your life? It's changed my whole entire life. Like from beginning to end. I am so grateful for it. It's such a blessing to me. I, the community is probably, I wouldn't have adopted without this community encouraging me. Cause when we set out to adopt Ashby, I told everybody over a year in advance and everybody encouraged me. Um, my friend relationships are richer and deeper because of blogging. Um, I'm staying home and taking care of my kids and not having to have to leave the house to find a job. I was able to start my travel agency because I was a blogger and and I had that base of people that were so sweet to support me and my travel agency. Um, you were I, on Good Morning America? Oh, yeah. Or I mean, the like, Today Show? Oh, gosh. Yes. <laughs> Today Show? The Today Show, yes. <laughs> that was um, a really wrong thing to say. <laughs> I would say blogging has just completely changed my life 100%. I am so incredibly grateful for it. But at the end of the day, and I am so from the relationships to the job opportunity it's given me to the able to um, parlay it into other jobs. I mean, it's, it's, I cannot say enough, but when I'm old and gray, I think the thing that's given to me more than anything is I can go back and see my, my kids whole life, mm-hmm. you know? And so I'm very grateful for that. Until you stop paying that fee, then it's going to go away. <laughs> um, I would say I like, if I look back and think like the biggest, um, change is when I was staying home with three kids and it gave me the ability to do that. Like Mm -hmm. um, when Bowen was little, that was like the biggest shift where like, okay, that was, it was finally like making some money and I was able to like supplement what I needed to supplement to stay at home. Mm -hmm. So I would say that was the biggest, the biggest thing for me. Anything else we want to talk about as we break down blogging? Hmm. I don't think so. I mean, I hope that we encourage some new bloggers out there. I would say um, when people reach out to me and they say, like, I want to be a blogger, 
where do I start? I would start with talking about what you love. Don't try to be somebody else. Don't try to talk about a topic that you're not 100% passionate about. Just because you see a lot of fashion influencers, if your area that you love is knitting, talk about knitting. You be yeah. that person. Don't don't try to be a, a travel blogger if you really don't go anywhere, but you really have a passion for um, gardening food or gardening or <laughs> yes. yes or or fitness or or if you just want to talk about your family and what family life is or if you if you homeschool and that's your area just because what you think everybody else is doing is different who cares your blog in my opinion will only be successful personally like you'll feel good doing it and it won't feel like work to you and then maybe even successfully financial or maybe even like successfully as a business I think if it comes authentically from like what you want to do. So don't try to be somebody else. You just be you, whatever that is, because there are other people out there. There are other knitters that would love a knitting blog. Right. So get go at it 100% and they will find you. So, and then you'll have your community. Like just don't worry about everybody else. You blog about what you want to blog about. Get it, girl. Keep going. My TED talk for the day. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So let's shift gears and let's answer some random reader questions. Okay. The first question is, when you look back at your wedding pictures, would you choose your wedding dress all over again? I would. I like mine. I would too. I mean, if I was getting married in 2022, it's not the style that's popular now, but it's not something that I look back and I'm like, oh, what was I thinking? Okay. So if I'm getting married in 2022 and I'm still 22, like when I got married, I think I'd wear the same. I'd be fine wearing the same dress. But if I'm getting married in 2022 and I'm 40, I'm picking a different dress. I just think the style isn't as like big poofy at the bottom, which is how mine was. You know what I mean? If you got married today, sorry, Tab, we're writing Tab off for a minute. Yeah. If you got married today, we're going to go on a side note here. I would have a destination wedding. Me too. We've talked about yeah, this. And keep it simple. Yeah. I mean, simple as in like dress simple. Yeah. Just a very simple, yes. like, Yes. I mean, Long dress, not anything big. A simple guest list. Yeah. Fun destination. Just everybody having a good time. Yeah. Not so much about like just one night. Yeah. Things to look forward to for our next husbands. <laughs> yeah. Okay, wait. Next question. As a new mom, how did you make other mom friends? Oh, I, you had to go out and find some. I did. Um, and I think we talk about this in season two, episode four, Friendship. I think we talk about this in a way, but I, as a new mom, I had never stayed at home before. I'd always had a job in an office. And so I joined a baby boot camp that got me out exercising and meeting new moms. I joined a gym later after that. I was really active in anything my church had going on for new moms. I signed up for that. I went to the um, neighborhood pool where I met other moms. Like I just, it, I, here's the thing. And we talk about this a lot. We'll link to the friendship episode because the date that's the most listened to episode we have had. Yes, it is. So the friendship episode, season two, episode four, apparently you guys like that one, but um, you're not going to meet a friend if you stay home by yourself. You got to get out. I also think that looking back on like the different seasons I've had so far, that is the easiest stage to meet friends, um, you know, outside yes. of like college. Yes. Because I think other people that are that age are trying to make friends just like you are. We're all yes. kind of in the same boat, right? Like a lot of people are just starting to stay at home or they just have babies and they need to talk about like, how how's yours doing? I don't know. It gives you, you have immediately have this bond with other women 
over your babies, over all of that, um, that I just don't think you have the same bond as the stages as kids grow up a little bit. No, my best friends today are the friends I made when I was a new mom. Yeah. Not from any other chapter in my life. They are my closest best friends. Yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, The third question, Erica, how did you manage infertility struggles and everyone around you being pregnant? It was terrible. It was. Um, We talk about this too, don't we? I think we talk about infertility. On babies? Did we talk about it in that? Or birth? Birth. Maybe that's it. Or babies? Or how we met. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Jane, our trusty sidekick, Jane, <laughs> she will figure it out. We, we've we talked about this, but yeah, Erica. It was it was hard. Um, I think like I managed it by crying at home and not in public. And um, I mean, a lot of prayer, find friends that understand you. I also think Anytime somebody announced they were pregnant, I always tried to think like, when it's my turn, I want people to be genuinely happy for me. So I did my very best to be genuinely happy for everybody else. I don't know. Do you have a tip? No, I think it was it was really hard. And and I've said this before, but in the time I tried to start getting pregnant to when I actually got pregnant and carried the baby to term. Um, 11 people in our Sunday, 11 women in our Sunday school class got pregnant and I was and announced it and announced it in class. And I was not resentful because my whole world was babies. I was all baby, baby, baby. Baby shower, baby party. And I, yeah, baby was on my brain 24 seven. I wanted to talk to them about babies. I wanted to be a part of it. It just, it was hard. I mean, I think I would, we would be lying if we didn't say it wasn't hard. It was hard. Yeah, it was super hard. I don't know that there's any great advice to give you other than just like keep praying about it yeah and um you know what for me to segue back organically and um, i found something to do to like blogging i found something that was in yeah. a hard time in my life it was all wrapped up in infertility and babies so i found an outlet so maybe your outlet is you trying to run a marathon or your outlet is you p- pick up a yoga class that you love like you find an outlet you join a book club or a wine club Maybe find an outlet so that you have something exciting to look forward to during that hard time. Yeah, that's great. Okay. How far in advance do you book your vacations? Me or my client? Oh, okay, I'm going to answer. I the always question think wasn't for specific. both. Okay. <laughs> I think there's a sweet spot depending on the destination. And I try to tell people that um, because I do think there's a sweet spot. I think if you want to go to Europe in July of 2023, then talking to me about it in April 2022 is premature. Now we can get excited and talk, but planning things, too many, too many things might change between now and then, and especially flights. And I think there's like a sweet spot for that. Uh, If you want to go on a cruise though, let's say you want to go on a fabulous Alaskan cruise in the summer of 2023, you should book that now because those cabins are few and far between because the sailing season's so short. Like we need to get those details handled um, now sooner than later, or you're going to miss out. So I think it depends. And I think there's kind of a sweet spot. And I think experience is what helps you know where that sweet spot is. And a good travel agent helps you know where that sweet spot is. Do you want to say it again? Nixonmatchtravelagency.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about your family? I would say my family, I guess it depends on where we're going, but we start thinking about it like the year before. So like, you know, we have this summer's vacation planned now and really as soon as it's over, we'll start kind of talking about what we'll do next year. 
do you do this? Because I do this about booking. So I could dream and think about where my family's going to go. Yes. But um, I, I know somebody that owns a carpet cleaning business and his wife said, we're always the last people to get our carpet clean because he's so busy cleaning everybody else's carpets. Like, mm-hmm. He's never going to come clean my carpets. It's sometimes I feel like that about my family's vacation because I don't want to stop working on my clients' vacations to work on mine. So I do sometimes think mine, my personal ones get a backseat just a little bit. Yeah, probably no matter what you do, that probably happens a little bit. You know, and then yeah. I'm like, oh, dang, I should have booked those excursions like a yeah. week ago. Like my flights. My clients, I've booked, the, I've, I am booking those m- m- way far in advance. You know, I have that on my calendar, but for my own, I'm like, oh, gosh, I put that off because I want to take care of everybody else. But yeah. I think that's normal. I think yeah. there's a sweet spot. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Oh, I think that's all I have for you. There's a very big bird flying around behind your head. Did you see me looking? I saw your eyes keep looking at something. I thought it was squirrels. No, it needs, you know what? That bird needs to go to your house and get a few squirrels. It sure does. It's a very big hawk-like bird flying around behind Erica out the window to make its way over to your house. Um, Um, Okay. Hey, if you, if you are a podcast listener only and do not know what my blog is, it is mixandmatchmama.com. Erica? And mine is a little bit of everything blog.com. And we are blogging every morning, Eric at 4.30. Yes, me at, at 4.35. <laughs> we would love for you to stop by and say hi. And uh, we appreciate so much those of you that were blog readers or are blog readers and have transitioned to also being podcast listeners. You have no idea how much we appreciate that. So thank you so much. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time. All right. Bye-bye. The Bestie Breakdown is brought to you by Erica Slaughter and Shay Scholl. It's produced by John Reinhardt at Free Dream Studio. We love emails. Reach out to us at thebestiebreakdown at gmail.com. Bestie Breakdown.